Back to school, back to school. Just imagine. How, how old how old is the first grader? Like seven? Uh, six. Six? Alright, I you're six years old and you got your lunchbox and you're headed towards the building. You're holding your mom's hand or your dad's hand. You can pick maybe maybe both their hands, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um what's the first thing you're gonna say when you walk into the classroom? Why does it smell in here? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pee. <laughs> That's the first thing Colt did. We went to go meet his teacher. He asked, where's the bathroom? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> How are you doing today? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of the Saturday Morning Ice Cream Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. And this is episode number 27. We're getting up there. Yeah. If you haven't guessed, this is our back to school episode. Fun. yeah we we teased this a little bit the last episode we did when we closed out the summer series we thought it might be kind of fun to reminisce on the the school days of our youth and uh with mike officially having a kid in school now um he's been able to experience all this you know all this new stuff again of walking into the teacher's classroom and and driving to the school so we thought it'd be kind of fun to just go through the go through the years of our youth and talk about Elementary school, middle school, high school, unfortunately, but kind of just examine what this was like and kind of talk about some of the fun uh, or maybe even not so fun experiences that we had. Mine are all funny. (laughs) Good. I mean, they may not be fun, but they were funny. That's what we're here for. I think I think anything anything goes with this episode. And um, so, Mike, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to kind of have you lead the way with this episode a bit. Um, okay. You know, kind of guide us through, uh, guide us through this meditation, if you will. Um, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, first, I thought we could just kind of open up how we normally do. You know, back to school is the end of the summer, so I was going to ask you if you had any. Yeah, man. You know, summer is starting to wind down, but did you, did you have any like amazing summer experiences that you wanted to share? before we get into mm. it. man it's it's hard because i mean it's it's been a good summer but i can't think of anything that's like officially capped it off yet um mm-hmm. however um we are taking our, our our annual trip to michigan uh to visit my my father-in-law and stay with him for about a week and we didn't get to make this trip last year we did it was in the later in the fall and it was just cold and miserable because mm-hmm. it's michigan but um we, we always go in September for the Good Old Days Festival in my wife's hometown of Richmond. And that is kind of for us. It's both the end of summer and kickoff of fall because yeah. it is hotter than hell right now. It is in the 90s. <laughs> yep. It is so gross. And when we go to Michigan that first week of September for, for Labor Day and everything, um, it's cool. So it's like for us, it's like um, this is the start of fall. But for them, it's like still like this is, you know, it is fall. And uh, but to us, it's like we're still wearing shorts and T-shirts and eating ice cream. So it's like yeah. it's kind of it still feels summer. So like there's all these plans to go and spend time outdoors. And because like we can't go outside right now. That's how hot it is. Like it's it's oh, yeah. too miserable. Like we can't take Lydia to the park. You know, she's not starting school yet. So um, all of our outdoor activities have been kind of canceled until fall comes. So it's like. 
Um, mm-hmm. We're just excited to go to Michigan and do more outdoor stuff where we can actually breathe and not feel our skin burning. Um, that that's exactly how it was for us the other day. We went, we were going to my parents' house to go swimming, and like just walking from our car to their backyard, we were like, "Oh my god!" Like it feels like we're about to burst into flames. It yeah, was so hot. dude. I had to work two shifts this week and in the morning at at Home Depot. And like, this is, you know, I started at 7 a.m. And I kid you not, like I, like within the first hour of being there, my skin was completely red. Of course, you know, I tried Mm. to wear sun protection and all that, but it was like, I just like, I couldn't stay out. And I had to, I didn't have a choice. I had to be outside the whole time, but I was just like, this hurts. Like this actually hurts. Like even the next day, you know, when I'm fully sunscreened and you aloed up and everything, I'm just like, I, it's just, I don't like this. this is, I feel yeah. like I'm being like sat on right now. Like it's just so uncomfortable. Like all the work that I've done getting you to like summer has is starting to. Well, to, to be fair, away. and this is kind of crazy. It kind of hit me when I was driving home from that last shift. I was like, "Oh my god, it's August!" Like this is how August always is. Like this should not be a surprise. Like this isn't summer. Like this is like this is how it always is in the South. August is. I mean, it's it's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. It's the worst month of the year because of how hot it is. Because it's it's just unbearable. You can't do anything, and so it's like, well, that's that's expected. I just I've lost track of time, and for some reason in my head, I'm like, it's July. What gives? I'm like, no, it's August. This is always how it is, and yeah. it'll kind of feel like this until about mid September. You know, there's a country song that I always think about in the summer, and I I think it's toby keith maybe but he's like he's singing something he's like and it's hotter than the fourth of july and i'm like the fourth of july is not that hot compared no the fourth of july is enjoyable yeah (laughs) compared to august i mean you can stand next to a charcoal grill in the fourth of july or a campfire and not feel uncomfortable but like now i'm like no i like i'm i i don't even want hot food (laughs) it's it's miserable (laughs) yeah um well, I I wanted to share one thing with you is that I actually got to try the Andes frozen custard the other day. Yeah, and I guess. so because <laughs> um, Heather and I we went to the other side of town to go because our bank's over there, and um, so we went to the bank and on the way back I was like you know we're never over here anymore. It was lunchtime, so it wasn't really like appropriate ice cream time. I was like, do you want anything from Andes because Uh, Or do you want to try Andy's? Um, Because, I mean, we're never going to be over here again, at least for a couple months. And I was like, I really have been wanting to try this treat that Cole told me about. And so what I really appreciate about Andy's, I don't know if it's like this at all of them, but they have the um, menu in the drive-thru before you get to the window. Because (laughs) I hate, I absolutely hate, like, reading the menu while they're waiting for you to order. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they just watch you. <laughs> yeah, and then and then they're like, uh sometimes if I'm taking too long, they're like, Do you need any help with the menu? I'm like, No, I can read, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I saw the one that usually you, you usually get. It's the James Brown, um what's the full name? James Brown Funky The Jackhammer. Funky Jackhammer. Yeah, James Brown Funky Jackhammer, I think. Okay. So I got I um I was about to get that and I was just gonna ask them if they could take out the peanut butter, but I saw that you could actually build your own jackhammer. And so that's what I did. I just got oh, a large cool. 
jackhammer concrete with brownie filled with hot fudge, which is exactly mm. what I wanted. It was freaking amazing, man. <laughs> oh, man. I get so <laughs> nervous when I tell you to try something and then you do like, no. it was all right. <laughs> From the very first bite, I was hooked. And like, like you said, I have been craving this ever since yes. I've had it. I want to go back. And it kills me that it's completely, I mean, it would be a an hour trip from, uh, to there and back to go yeah. get this. And that's what that's it is what, for us right now. That's, I mean, and it sucks because like you can't go get it and then bring it home because melt, it was melted by the time we got yeah. back to our house. Um, but so if we went, we'd have to like eat it there to really enjoy it. But man, if they build it's an okay. Andes over here. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Dude, okay, so here's the thing. We've been we've been going there a lot this summer because we've been house hunting in that area. And of course, we got our house and we're moving next week and I'm like, this is going to be scary. I'm going to be <laughs> local to this place and it's like yeah. the calories in this thing are unreal, but I'm Ugh. like that's why it tastes so good. It's so, <laughs> so good. good. Like I love their hot fudge more than Freddy's. Their hot it's fudge different. is something special, man. I've been getting, so I've been testing this theory. I've been getting hot fudge <laughs> on everything when I go to some place, and I'm like, nah, this isn't, this isn't, this ain't it. You know, like it's all comparable to Andy's. I'm like, they know hot fudge. Well, you know what it reminded me of, and I could, and I can't confirm this because I haven't had it in years, but it reminded me of McDonald's hot fudge. I haven't had hot fudge from there in a long, long, long time, so I don't I, know. I'd have to get it to, yeah. to, you know, really test to be it. sure. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like the first bite that I took of it is like I know I've had this kind of hot fudge before, and it really felt like McDonald's. Man, I'm so glad to hear that you liked it though, because I, Brett and I both were kind of like, this is insane how good this is. Like, do do other people agree with us? And of course, we've got some friends that live, um, they'll live a couple of uh, minutes away from us when we move, but it's like. They've always raved about it, but I'm like, but you guys never leave this town. So mm -hmm. like, what do you have to compare it to? And it kind of hit me this summer. We went to, uh, we went to Missouri or well, we went to Oklahoma for the fourth and we took a little detour to Missouri to visit some friends we hadn't seen in like four or five years. And they wanted to go to Andy's after dinner. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> it's not just us that thinks this is like a thing. And we go there. And it, it was the drummer from my old band, um, not the last band I was in, but in all my high school bands. Um, mm -hmm. He was like, he's like, what do you order from here? And I said, I always get the jacket. He's like, that's all I've ever had. He's like, it's the best ice cream ever. I'm like, good. And I'm like, because I've been telling everybody like the jackhammer from Andy's, you got to have it. It's amazing. And, I, and it's just so cool knowing that like an old friend of mine was like, yeah, my we come here all the time. And this is all I've ever ordered. It's the best treat ever. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, good, good. This is catching on now. Like, you know, not that I like started it or anything, but I'm just, right. what I'm finding out is like, I'm being, I'm getting affirmation from others outside of my little head <laughs> that this is a, this is a really good treat. Well, what's really cool is it was founded in 1986. So like, yeah, like right, right after, after we were born. Yeah. Um. Well, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad that I finally was able to try it. You've You've gotten me. I am too addicted. Mm -hmm. It sounds like um, you know summer's starting to wrap up. You've had some pumpkin spice latte, I, I believe, already. Yeah. So a little bit. <laughs> so this is. <laughs> it came out Tuesday, which was the twenty uh fourth. 
Yeah, which is, I think, on record, this is the earliest the pumpkin spice latte has ever come out. Um, mm-hmm. They've been doing this. It used to be September 1st, and I used to always wait until September 1st, or at least until September, to have my first PSL. But I don't know what it is. I mean, like, everything, you know, there's apparently there's monster cereal on the shelf right now. So it's like everything's yeah. starting early. And I'm just, I've kind of become one of those people who, like, I'm not going to be this purist that I have been. Like, if, if you're going to put mm-hmm. it in front of me, I'm going to have it. Like, that's just... yeah. <laughs> if it, if you say August twenty four and like and this is this is a picture, I get off work, and I go home to shower and I'm like I, you know I'm I'm just like I'm miserable like every like my clothes are just stuck to me I'm hot like I can't breathe it's the worst, the worst shift ever, and uh, it's ninety three degrees out and so I, I I get cleaned up and I start working on my freelance work and an hour goes in and I'm like I really need coffee I'm like we're doing PSL. And so I go there to pick it up. <laughs> and for some reason, ours is like this literally around the corner. Um, they, they closed at two 30 for the day. And I guess they're doing some remodeling or some training or something, but every day this week they're closed at two 30. So I drive all the way across, you know, like I drive about 10 minutes out to another Starbucks mm-hmm. that has a drive through. Cause that's how bad we want it. And I'm like, I'm yeah. sitting here with these hot drinks in my car. The air has not, like it's just it's not cool in my car yet you know and normally it is but when it's 93 degrees out it's just not like nothing is satisfying nothing and i'm going home and i'm just like i'm sweating and i'm just like i've got these hot drinks and but i get inside i get into my office turn on my fan i got my pumpkin spice latte i light my pumpkin candle i have now and i'm just like (laughs) i'm ready like this is you know like i don't i know it's contrary outside to like what i'm feeling inside (laughs) Both in my house and in my heart, but I'm like, it has to mm-hmm. start now. I'm sick of summer. It can, it's done. <laughs> yeah, I've been going to Home Goods because they have released these uh, peanuts uh, themed uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> You're like already like, like way ahead. I'm already on Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't find them anywhere. And the thing about Home Goods is you, they don't have like an online presence. Like you mm. can't order things online. And so you have to physically go to the store to find this stuff. And I can't find them anywhere. There's these little bowls and it's like the peanuts characters as pilgrims and <clears throat> Thanksgiving themed stuff. And That's cute. Like, I, want, I want that. And nothing. I mean, we're, what I'm excited about, you know, I had the PSL and I've had it twice already. Um, <laughs> I've had it. So today's the 26th as we're recording this. It came out the 24th. Yes, I had one on the 25th as well. Um, I might have to go get another one today. I don't know. I'm not I'm not ashamed. Um, I haven't had a diet all year anyway, so it's not like I'm ruining anything. I haven't already ruined. Right. So, um, right. That's how I've been lately with pizza. Like my walking routine completely fell off. As soon as we had Caden, like I've not done anything for the last three months. All right. And I've just, I've just been like, what's another pizza going to do yeah, to me? Yeah, I know. Like really, I mean. <laughs> There's going to be a day, hopefully you and I are on a better track. Um, like we're in the process of moving right now. And it's like, I haven't cooked dinner in three days because I'm mm-hmm. just like, I like. I've been cleaning this house nonstop. I'm not going to sit here, cook a meal to give myself something else to do. Like (laughs) it's like time is of the essence right now. And like all your stuff is put away. So it's like, you don't have any pots and pans and yeah, it's just easier. 
it's and then it's it's the reverse side once you move in because everything's still packed up you know like, yeah oh. so like I, I, there's at least another month of eating pizza mm-hmm. and cheeseburgers you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man speaking of cheeseburgers this is a tangent we went to burger king the other day i am on the burger king train lately like really? i haven't had burger king in a is, long long time it is so much more their burgers are just so much better than mcdonald's like i wow. love mcdonald's i will die for mcdonald's but if i had the choice right now to eat a whopper or a quarter pounder i would choose a whopper i'm so hungry right now <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten into our topic yet no um, yeah i haven't ate lunch yet all right so let's let's just get into it and so we're we're back to school we've got our our supplies we're excited we got our new clothes uh got our new kicks mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> let's start off with elementary school and this can yes. include kindergarten and pre-k if you went to those i didn't go to pre-k did you yeah so interesting i went to so my my parents are both well, they were they were both teachers and so um, my sister and I are only two years apart, so we kind of, um, my mom kind of hit this thing where, like, she she took time off from teaching to sit with both of us at home. So, mm-hmm. um, that didn't last long, because teachers just have really crappy pay in Oklahoma, and so she had to go back to work pretty soon, and um, so what ended up happening was my sister got put into a daycare, and I got put into uh, preschool, but... I was too young to go. The the mm-hmm. caveat was the preschool was at our church. And so mm-hmm. they, because my parents were members of this church, they were like, well, yeah, he can, he can come to preschool. I mean, it doesn't cost right. anything. I didn't, I don't think it did. And um, so I, I actually went to preschool with the grade ahead of me. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a cool thing throughout the rest of the trajectory through my schooling was, um, you know, we all went to this preschool at church well not all of us but the people i did go with then when we went to public school i knew them Mm -hmm. they weren't in the same grade but i knew them so i went to preschool twice so i went with the people uh, a grade ahead of me and then i went again when i was actually supposed to go but right you know that and see that was fun that's the interesting thing because like i didn't go to pre-k but i did go to preschool and for the longest time, I just thought those were like interchangeable words. But like, I thought it was the same thing. <laughs> I did too. But preschool is different than pre-K. Uh, preschool is what Coda is in now. He's three. Pre-K was what Colt was in before kindergarten, because I guess it's pre-kindergarten. But yeah. like, the school that Colt goes to has an official pre-K. Um, but I went to preschool. It was called preschool. Um, and so I guess, I mean, I thought they were always interchangeable. So I guess you can kind of interchange yeah. preschool and pre-K. But It I probably but, is. Like, like Lydia won't start school till next year, and it'll be mm-hmm. kindergarten. So she won't right. even go to preschool. Right. Um, and so, like, and mine was completely independent from any school. It was just, like, its own thing. It was a preschool. And, wow. Um, but yeah, I just, that was interesting. So it's like my official schooling didn't start until kindergarten. Um, and so from kindergarten to third grade, I went to Washington Irving Elementary School. And then in fourth nice. grade, I moved to Will Rogers, uh, which is where Colt goes now. And so like, I've always kind of looked at that as kind of like this turning point in my life, because like from kindergarten to third grade, I was like one of those class clown kids, like. I love to be the center of attention. Yeah. And like I had so many friends. And then when we moved, 
I didn't know anybody and it was a completely different landscape. And I just kind of recoiled into myself. And I think that's oh, when wow. I officially officially became an introvert. Um, You've been that way your whole life. At least all I know. I've known well, you Well, see, it was like a weird thing because I was only at that school for two years before I moved to middle school, which was another completely different landscape. And like there was completely new sets of kids there. So it was like I, after third grade, I never really got a footing to like branch back out and be that class clown again yeah i mean that's 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 hard because like i grew up i did not grow up in edmond or oklahoma mm-hmm. city I, I i lived there through college and then a little bit after college but growing up in a small town i mean with the exception of i went to preschool at our church after that it's grove public school the mm-hmm. entire 12 years and it's the same people you know yeah. with uh, obviously people can move to the town within this duration but like more than likely that my graduating class were the same people I was having animal crackers and juice with, you know, yeah. in first grade. Like it's, and that's, that's wild. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Cause like in Edmond, there's three different middle schools. There's three different high schools. And I don't even yeah. know how many elementary schools there are. I think there's at least five. Yeah. And it's like, you can, it just, it, depending on where you're living, you're in the same city, but there's five different school districts within that same city. And it's just too many damn people. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but let's get into like some of the fun stuff. Like um, what do you have any like favorite memories from let, let, let's let's get this a little more structured. Let's okay. do our favorite activities, favorite classes and favorite lunches. And then we if mm. we if we each have like a special memory from that grade, we can we can reminisce about it. Yeah, man, that's that's hard because it's hard and it'll get easier the further up in grades will go because i i would generally say like i i adored and loved elementary school like mm-hmm. i absolutely loved it like and i think every kid does because it's like you're now you get to go somewhere every day and mm-hmm. for the most part everything we were doing was pretty fun so you know i remember like we had a block period and so block was 30 i think about 45 minutes and it was every day and um it changed every week um it would just alternate through like four or five different block classes so two times a week you always went to pe so physical ed because Mm -hmm. the exercise thing was really important so every you know you were going to go play some some games like dodgeball or you know the parachute thing you always see people talk about um you know uh, archery, things like that, you know, obviously plastic arrows and whatnot, but, um, uh, that was PE, you know, and it it would include like volleyball and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but then there would be like Spanish, which I didn't love, but even as a kid, it's fun because you're like, Oh, I'm learning something new. Um, computer class, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. was a thing. And then art and music. Um, and so, like, those were our, uh, I guess, like, we called them electives in middle school and high mm-hmm. school. But in, in grade school, it was your block period. So mm-hmm. um, the PE was always twice a week, but those other three days would, you know, one week you would be in music, the next week you would be in art, and then you would be back in music. And so um, all of those classes were really fun. Um, obviously, I loved art. You know, like, and it felt really good to be good at it because, like, yeah. it was always known as, like, anytime there was, like, a drawing contest or a coloring contest, like, 
it was like, all right, Cole's going to do it, you know. Right. That, that made me feel really special. <laughs> yeah. And after a while, it's like, if you didn't do it, they're like, what? I know. Why like, aren't are you, you giving up? You yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just ask Kelly to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That brings me to a question. Okay, so in kindergarten through fifth grade that's what you consider elementary school right well yeah yeah kindergarten for sure yeah because it was in the same building okay so did you have like in in first grade did you have a first grade teacher just that teacher and then like if you went to pe there was a pe teacher if you went to right was there like an art there was an art class yeah with an art teacher and that's all Hmm. she did was art so okay you know like like the grades too so like she would teach art from first grade through fifth grade so you know like throughout the day she'll have taught art at five different levels mm-hmm. if that yes makes that sense. makes sense yeah it does and i'm to be honest i don't remember a whole lot about elementary school especially the structure of it so like when yeah you, when you're <laughs> saying you had different teachers that was kind of blowing my mind but i think that is kind of how i just remember like in first through third grade or sorry through fourth grade i had a fourth grade teacher i had a third grade teacher and then yeah we, they, we, we call we, them homerooms like yes. that was your homeroom teacher yes and so like if if we did go to pe we had a pe teacher a music teacher I don't think we had art classes. That's I feel like I would remember that. I think if we did art, it was actually in our homeroom class. But like the homeroom teacher, she would teach us science. She would teach us math. She would teach us, you know, all of like the basic studies. But then in fifth grade to like prepare us for middle school, we actually had three different teachers. Yeah, we did too. You did? Okay. Yeah, in fifth grade. Okay, I I didn't know if that was unique to my school or what, but um, it, it was kind of fun because like within those three teachers, each one of them may have taught you two different subjects or maybe there was just one math teacher and I knew one teacher taught both science and reading. So yeah, um, I had her for two classes. But So, so um, here's, here's what's kind of funny. In fifth grade, what, what actually was is you had, it was like your introduction to middle school you had a different teacher for every subject, but mm-hmm. there was like an odd amount of teachers, right? Mm-hmm. And so there were two teachers who decided that they were going to split all the classes up between the two of them. Hmm. So while, every, like, if you were in, I, I think their names were Watson, and it was a female, not Dr. Watson, but Mrs. <laughs> Watson and uh, I, Mrs. Smith. Oh, my God. Like, I, the fact that I can remember them. Yeah. So they were actually really good friends in real life, um, and they were they were co-teachers. But what essentially was, I was in Mrs. Watson's homeroom, and then the other class, like, the, there would be another class who had homeroom for Mrs. Smith. And we would trade and do half days with those teachers. So I would say, like, if someone was like, who's your homeroom teacher? I, there were only two classes that could say Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Watson. The rest of the fifth grade, they went to so-and-so for math, so-and-so mm-hmm. for English, so-and-so for reading, whatever. They, but we were the only – it felt like we had a little mini cult. <laughs> like it felt like – you know, like, I don't I don't know if you experienced this or not, but it, it, it's like, you know – you're the only one that goes to the school that like doesn't celebrate something, you know what I mean? Like right. it felt that weird where it was like, everyone else had this like, Oh yeah, I go to here for this and hear that. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I just go next door for the other right. half of my day. <laughs> and it made you feel super weird because you're like, cause you, you know, the, you were, but it also made you really close with your classmates. So like yeah. 
all my best buddies in that grade like were in my homeroom like you know and Mm -hmm. we just like we had a tighter bond than the other kids who had different teachers and different you know Mm -hmm. different students every hour yeah Um, but you felt weird you felt like you were doing something wrong is what i'm saying (laughs) right i remember i had kind of a a bad experience in my math class because this was one of the first classes where the teacher was like starting to give you a little bit of trust in them so what we would do is all of our homework assignments she would let you grade them yourself so like she would just put a transparency she'd put a transparency up on the overhead projector like do you remember those yes that's crazy um (laughs) and she would have like all the questions up there and all the answers next to the questions and you would have to go through and mark your mark your uh test or your homework um and grade yourself and then you would turn them in and she'd record your grades and she called my parents one time and she was like mr and mrs anderson i'm noticing a severe discrepancy between the grades in your child's homework assignments and his test grades because i was just (laughs) since i was allowed to grade them myself i would just give myself really good grades well why not (laughs) even though i was doing terribly Oh my gosh, that's terrible. And, and then when I would take the test, I wouldn't know how to do anything, so I would get really bad grades. And so like I wasn't allowed to grade my own te- my own homework anymore. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. She, she had to do it. Um but um okay, so sounds like we had some pretty fun classes. Did you have a favorite class? I don't know if I asked that or not. Yeah, I mean, without stating the obvious, obviously I, I was like, "Oh, art was my favorite." Yeah. But and it, and it was. I mean, I really adored my art teacher, too. She was uh, an amazing human being. Um, and anytime, um, anytime I run into her, which isn't often, I don't think I've seen her for better part of a decade. Um, but, you know, there were times, like, even through middle school and high school, you'd run into some of your old teachers, you know, football games or assemblies. Um, but she was, I mean, I think she really liked me and knew I was going to be an artist. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, there was, like, this general understanding of, like, yeah, your whole class is taking art right now, but there's like one or two of you that like, this is going to resonate with you through the rest of your life. Um, Because I mean, it's kind of this within the art community, it's kind of this old adage of like, it's said that we all start off coloring and drawing. It's just some Mm -hmm. of us don't stop. Right. Um, Because I mean, and it's true. Everyone takes an art class in school. You color, you draw, you cut and paste. But like, there's only a few of us who are like, I'm going to do this every day of my life. Right. Um, and I think she knew that about me and, um, you know, it's kind of cool that that ended up being the case, but, um, outside of art, I had a genuine love for English. Like I really liked English mm-hmm. class. Like I was really good at like, you know, at least in that grade, you know, um, you know, picking out the verbs and the adjectives, adverbs, etc. Um, and I was really good at just like, I didn't make a whole lot of mistakes with English, but spelling, I could not do. <laughs> it's like, I get, I understand the basis of our language, but I cannot spell worth a shit. So <laughs> we still can't do that. Uh, yeah. I was telling, I was telling Brett about this the other day, but in fourth grade, we had, uh, we had to take spelling tests and our teacher um, would allow you to eat popcorn during the test. The thing is, you had to have made an A on your previous test. Oh. So imagine you've got, you're in this classroom and um, it's time to take your spelling test. You've studied for it all week. I remember like taking trips to Joplin 
uh, with my parents to run errands and I'm in the car studying my spelling sheet, you know, like I'm just like trying to memorize because I'm like, I got to test the next day. Yeah. And um, so you take this test and um, he would pop this popcorn and, you know, it's just microwave popcorn, right? Until he serves it to you and he had the movie theater powdered cheese that you like sprinkle mm. on top oh my gosh and mm. to me i'm like this is mind-blowing because you only get this at the theater how do you have this <laughs> you know in, in in the classroom but it was always that kick in the pants being such a crappy speller like i was mm. i didn't get a lot of popcorn in that class but um the times when he would roll out that piece of um you know uh paper towel brown paper towel onto your desk and he would pour the popcorn on top and sprinkle it with that cheese man it made you want to study so hard like it was just like it was all the incentive i needed to make good grades but uh friday was popcorn day spelling test day and you wanted to make an a so you could get popcorn the next week i really do feel like you mentioned art kind of being like the obvious choice i really feel like that's what elementary school is they just give you like a taste of everything and it's like whatever sticks with you is what kind of goes on it's true like i I really think it is true and like so like obviously i i feel the same way as you like art was kind of one of my choices but I was super into um, geography and history, history because just because of the activities that you got to do with them. Like at my school, I don't know if you guys did this at your school, but we recreated the land run. Did you guys do that? No, I don't. I don't think we oh, did. Man, it was so much. And I think they've kind of stopped doing it in recent years. But as a kid, like it was so much fun because you got split up into groups and you were essentially a family. So like there was usually a mom and a dad and a and a like two kids. Probably you were probably like a group of four or five and you would get a red wagon. Somebody had to supply a wagon and you could (laughs) construct it into like a little covered wagon like they had back in pioneer days. And you would all start, we had this huge field in, at the elementary school that I was in, in the, in the back of our school. And they would line us all up. All the families would line up and you were either a boomer or a sooner. And if you were a sooner, you got to start running before they fired the gun. And, oh, that's right. <laughs> and what you would do is you would get to go stake your claim. Like they gave you like this length of rope and these four stakes and you got to stake like this little square off on the field. And that was your homestead essentially. And you got to eat lunch there and kind of, they had some people come out and talk to us about the land run and everything and what it meant for Oklahoma. And um, yeah, it might be good to mention that like, this is completely an an Oklahoma Oklahoma thing. thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This this doesn't make sense to a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, But it was, it was so much fun. Like I, I think we only do it, um in fourth grade i think it's a fourth grade activity because that's when i started and i don't think we did it in fifth grade but um i just i loved it it was like one of and you everybody had like these metal coffee tin cans and you had to like wrap some uh paper uh paper sacks around them and decorate them and it was kind of like your bucket and you would i don't even remember i think you put our lunch in it like there were things you had to bring you had to bring a bucket with your lunch and you had to bring like a metal cup um, like that's something you had to go buy and you had to come dressed in like old timey Western wear. Like they committed to it and it was so wow. much fun. 
Um, I want to say we may have done something like that. I just don't mm-hmm. remember if we did, which is yeah. wild to me because it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. And uh, but uh, like other than that, like there was one assignment one time where we each were assigned a state and you had to like draw your state out on a big piece of paper and then they cut it out for you. And then um, you had to like write down all these interesting facts about the state. All I remember is I had Delaware. I don't remember anything about it, <laughs> but I just remember that was my state. But I just, I loved activities like that. It was, it was a lot more engaging for me and I learned yeah. a lot more doing stuff like that. Um, it, it's, it's funny because I don't feel like much has changed with how I learn now. Like I'm mm-hmm. still a very visual learner and also I'm a very tactile learner. Like I need to see it and then I need to try it. And then I'll understand it. But like, if you just tell me about it or I read about it, it's just going to go out the other ear. And it's a shame that like learning kind of stops that way. Um, I wanted, I wanted to say one one thing too, like, you know, you talking about like the land run thing. It made me think of just like activities you would do in certain grades. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, the land run thing for you guys being a fourth grade thing. Um, I remember for us, one thing we did every year that I look forward to was, um, uh, it was always in September, but it was called, uh, or it was in spring, but it was called Camp Bandage. Did you Ooh. guys ever have that? No, at least not named that. Yeah. Okay. So Camp Bandage was um, a day, whole day um, at a location. It was like a big field where um, they would have fire trucks and ambulances and police cars and first aid teams and all this stuff. And you would just learn about safety and like, you know, um, you would learn about like CPR, you would learn about fire safety, you would learn yes. about um, all this stuff, right? And dude, McDonald's would come and provide <laughs> the lunch. Dude. So yes. it was like, you know, like, I, I don't know what it, I mean, I would take that now. I would be very excited now if somebody said we're having McDonald's for lunch and provided it, right? Um, yes. But like, when you're a kid and you you are a covet and adore McDonald's and they say at school like this one day at school like you are getting McDonald's at school I mean it's it's the best news like when if you go home your dad's like we're ordering pizza tonight right it's mm-hmm. like yeah but I, but we would have these McDonald's picnics on the football field or the the field that we were on and like I was just like man I look forward to Camp Bandage every year and it was fun. You all end up looking like a bunch of zombies or mummies at the end of it because you would like practice bandage wrapping. So you have like headband <laughs> wrapping and arm wrappings. And it, it was so much fun. Like I, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I love that. And that, okay. So we, it wasn't called that for us, but we absolutely did that. And it wasn't like we had to go to another location. They brought it to our school, but it was essentially this big mobile unit and one of the big things that you could do was they had um, they had little stations where like they would check your hearing and like your eyesight and stuff like that. But they had this fire safety mobile unit where you could essentially it's like a big RV essentially that they've renovated into this house scenario. And then like you'd get to walk through it and then like you'd see smoke coming up from under the door. So it's like, what do you do in that in that instance you you know you learn to like put your hand the back of your hand to the door to see if it's hot and so you know it, it was like it was all yeah. about like fire safety and like how to get out of a dangerous situation like that um but the, yeah they had like police cars and stuff there as well and you got to talk to the firemans and <laughs> um oh yeah but yeah I, I was actually just thinking about that the other day um how much i miss stuff like that and how 80s it felt like all that technology Dude, back yeah then. 
was so well, like 80s. like listen to this like it, it, it i feel like yeah totally 80s and and the funny thing was too like just thinking about that like in preschool kindergarten i mean we took trips to the fire station the police mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. um we took a trip to a dairy farm like i mean like i just I, I i i hope lydia gets to do the same thing and if i hear word that we're going to a or she's going to a dairy farm i'm gonna yeah. sign up as a chaperone because like <laughs> the dairy farm yeah. blew my mind as a kid i i don't I have this memory of being like it was in the fall so you got fall foliage a cool morning i'm wearing this cute little red jacket you know and i've got this polo shirt my jeans and my tennis shoes looking straight out of the 80s like a like a scene from stranger things and I remember going to the farm and I'm seeing cows and they're getting milked. And um, we all got to try milk, you know, from the farm, like in the glass bottle and everything. And then um, as like a little souvenir, they gave us these um, colored erasers that were in the forms of cows. Oh, my God. And like it blew my mind. I'm like, I got a cow eraser. For, you know, like when I came home from school that day, mom was like, how was it? I'm like, I got this eraser. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just the the joy. And like, you know, this is a dairy farm, right? Like, I don't, you know, if you're vegan or whatever. I mean, I'm not talking about the, humani- you know, the humaneness of any of these farms or places or whatever. But I'm like, you're just a kid. And you're like, yeah. wait, milk comes from a cow? And, you yeah. know, and you get to try it and you get to see it. And it's all interesting and new. I'm like, it was really like, that was one of my favorite things as a kid was like the fire department and the dairy farm, man. Hey, kids, this is how you debone a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but that would be okay. wild. <laughs> so you, you're from Oklahoma as well, but you were a little far out. So maybe you didn't do this. But Northeast. Did you, guys ever, did you guys ever go to Harn Homestead? No, never even heard of it. Okay, dang. So that was something that we did in elementary school. And um, it's in Oklahoma City. Like, you can still go to this. It's one of the first homesteads in Oklahoma that they've kind of turned into a interactive museum. Um, so it's like you can go there and you can, like, participate in activities that you, they used to do back in the day. And there's, like, a little gift shop that you can go to. There's an old schoolhouse that you can go And that's like the main thing that we did being in schools. We went to the schoolhouse and you kind of recreate a day in the life of school children from back in the day in Oklahoma. Wow. And um, there's a lot of like old timey play. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) Where, where, where this bonnet? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that was a lot of fun. Like I have a lot of fond memories of doing that. Like you got to play with the old timey stilts and Uncle Skimmy wow. Dermishes and <laughs> <laughs> this is my ball on a hoop and a stick. <laughs> yeah, I really like. I hope that I wish there was a podcast like this for other people from different states, so I could hear about what they did. I know, <laughs> it's just like how normal was all of this, really. Um, so, before I move on to lunches, I wanted to touch on two more um, elementary school activities really quickly because yes, I'm not done with elementary school. Man. Okay, it's good. good. Um, <laughs> Two of them are kind of go hand in hand, but uh, book fairs and book it. Ooh, did you bro. participate? Hell yes, of course. <laughs> in book it, okay. See, yes, I never book partic- it especially. I, I did not participate in book it because I hated no. to read. <laughs> but you got personal pan pieces. I know. I think I might have done it once or twice, but like it was a combination of me not liking to read and my parents not taking the time to fill out whatever they needed to fill out. I mean, that's kind of the benefit of, like, having a mom who was a first grade teacher. Like, she knew... I mean, and I'll say this, like, being 
being a teacher's kid was actually really cool because all the teachers knew me before I got into the class and like they mm-hmm. knew like oh this is Dave and Becky's kid right right um but it also made it very hard for you to mess up so they knew right. when you had a test and they knew if you were doing book it and so yeah I mean the pizza obviously was enticing but I kind of had to do everything you know like it yeah. was not going to be no excuses for the teacher's kid yeah I just know that book it is kind of like a nostalgic kids like big thing from elementary school and I Man, did it I, a couple it, times it was fun because you got the pizza but you get like this like you know the presentation of the book it like when you go to pizza hut you get like a button or you'd get like mm-hmm. a little like congratulatory card you know and the pizza i mean it just made you feel like yeah man i earned sometimes this. They i, would I, do I like, read where the red fern grows i'm eating this damn pizza <laughs> <laughs> they would do like um halloween promotions sometimes because i've seen like a book at halloween cup um or treat bag or something like that on ebay before and i was like man i wish i had been involved with this Uh, but one thing that i was super involved with was i absolutely loved the uh the book fairs dude me too uh, because i loved getting those little booklets that you could like the newsprint the the catalog i can smell them they still do them dude okay and here's the thing and and i think we have a listener mike petrick i've talked mm -hmm. about him i talk about mike every episode (laughs) he he has a book He's had several books, but he had his Halloween book published in the book fair. And I'm like, that is my only goal in life as an as a <laughs> illustrator. I just want to be involved. It doesn't even have to be my book. I just want to be part of a book that is featured <laughs> in the Scholastic Book Fair catalog. That is all I want in life. Yeah. That's it. I, can, I mean, if I, I can, do that, then I then I can die happy. That's 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 the goal. <laughs> My favorite thing was the Goosebumps books. Like that yes. was like holy grail. That was like the main reason I even went was I wanted to go see what the new covers were, and um, I I was just obsessed with like because they had their own section in the big book it display. Mm-hmm. Like I you knew when it was because you could t- like see the teachers like rearranging the library to fit. The book fair yes oh that was so exciting because you had to go to the library yeah. it was mandatory to go to the library at least once a week and check out something because we I, especially the older you got because you'd have that reading hour or whatever mm-hmm. um so we were always going to the library you go to the library for about 20 minutes pick out a book and then you'd read it and then you had to bring your library book did you ever have to like did you bring your library book today yeah because yeah. it's reading hour like you would get in trouble if you didn't yeah. but like when they start moving all the bookcases back and you mm-hmm. see those metal yep. book cases on caster wheels and yeah. they bring them and you're like, oh my, it's yeah. happening, it's you know. It's book fair. <laughs> yeah, and then your teacher be like, we can't go to the library this week, so just drop them off in the book drop because the book fair starts tomorrow. You're like, oh my God, I got to get my dollars, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it was such a production back then too. Like they it had was. Like stuff hanging from the ceilings and like stand-up displays. It was. You it could was buy so posters much. and sticker yes. books. Oh, I mean, man. I feel so bad for kids today. <laughs> if they're not, if you're not doing this, then yeah, I feel really bad. Well, so they did the book at uh, the book fair at my kids' daycare. I haven't actually seen one at the elementary school yet, but I know that they still had the newsprint catalogs that you could kind of pick through. They were different, but still the same. But like, there was no more like metal bookcases. It was just like stuff was kind of just put out, and hmm. um in this like common and it may have just been unique to my daycare because like that they were just working with what they 
they could. Oh, but, that's, that's um, true. You know, I actually remember seeing the book Sorry, through. I'm not sure about that. Version. Alexa started talking scared the shit out of me. I jumped so high out I, of my chair. I saw you. I thought someone was behind me. Like she threw I her voice. I thought you were getting attacked. I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to call 911 for Cole. Oh my God, I'm about to die. I'm sweating now. Good grief. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I was saying how I, I saw a much smaller version at our college one time. Yeah. At UCO. And that I, kind of surprised. I saw me. that too. I think that's all I've got as far as activities and stuff. Unless you have anything else that you want to talk about. I remember, like, so. So my favorite activity all through grade school was what we called Spirit Week. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys ever have Spirit Week or anything like that? So, maybe. So we had something called. Um, maybe you talk about it, and I'll. All I'll right. Let so you there's there's questions. there's two things I want to talk about. I guess. Mm-hmm. That are kind of maybe unique, at least maybe not completely unique, but like, so a, a little fun fact about Grove, right? Um, our mascot through all of school, because we went to one school, uh, was the Ridge Runner. Okay. And so the Ridge Runner is, it's the only school in the entire world that is called the Ridge Runners. Um, in our county, we had like the J Bulldogs, but the Sky Took Bulldogs as well. Or, you know, like this team's the Hornets or this school's the Hornets, but then there's a Hornets down, you know, but the Ridge Runners were unique. And the reason is, is because it was a made up mascot. Um, a Ridge Runner is actually someone who would smuggle booze from mm. between the Oklahoma and Arkansas state line. That was called a Ridge Runner. You would run the Ridge. Um, but obviously that's a terrible mascot for a school <laughs> like what do you want some guy with a a beer going going down between his toes and yeah. you know a straw hat and you know he's smuggling a jug with three x's on it not a great <laughs> not a great logo so they took the idea of a road runner yes mm-hmm. that road runner um the cartoon road runner um and combined it like for a while the actual road runner was the mascot of the school we called it a ridge runner but it was you know it was the road runner um but like in the 80s or the 70s they had formed its own thing and it was like this red bird that had long legs and long tail and it had a you know very sharp beak and it was really cool original looking bird it was a cross between a cardinal and a roadrunner and that was what we called the ridge runner so Mm -hmm. somebody taught like ridge runner and then they went to roadrunner and then they thought well we just need to make a generic like a different bird that obviously isn't going to rip off Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I say all that to say is, you know, Spirit Week and the Ridgie Awards is are the, the two things I want to talk about. So every Friday, the grade schools had an assembly, and that was a chance for the teacher to pick, like, the student of the week or the student of the month. It was once a month. So the student of the month would get a Ridgie Award, and that was always really cool if you want it. I won it, I think, twice the entire time I went to school, Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some kids who like, are like, oh, of course, you know, Selena gets the review or, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's the, she's the teacher's pet, you know, or whatever, like, um, you know, but, uh, that was always an assembly we would have where you'd get the Ridgie award, but, um, spirit week was in the fall and it was when we played, when Grove would play Jay, Jay is the next town over and they were the bulldogs and that was our rival. Did you guys have a rival school? Well, we not for elementary school okay um but when you get into 
middle school and high school, your rival schools are essentially the other high schools within your city. Yeah, um, that would make but, sense. Yeah, but then like we also had other high schools in other cities that we would play. So it's like we had a lot of rivals, actually. <laughs> yeah, so like we just had the one. I mean, we, technically there's there's three schools we rival, but Jay was the closest and they were the like, they, they were the black and yellow school and we were the red and white school. So in the theory, you're like, oh, wow, you know, like the school colors are so contrasty, right? It was like, you know, it wasn't like, um, well, they have red too. I mean, it was like, it was black and gold and we were red and white. And so yeah. it just felt like, okay, we are, and we are from opposite sides of town, you know? And so <laughs> that week was always a big football week. Um, and so spirit week meant every day there was a theme of what you would dress. So you have your pajama day or your retro day, like your seventies day or your, country day or whatever and that was always fun because everyone got to be creative and dress up really funny for that for that week and um the whole school was involved i mean the high schoolers did it the middle schoolers did it but i loved spirit week and i loved um fridays in the fall especially because it was football and there was always a pep assembly and so Mm -hmm. for us being on the hill as they would say the the elementary school the marching band the high school marching band would march all the way up the hill and around our buildings so we could see it out our doors and you know hmm. everybody's cheering and clapping because it's the marching band and the cheerleaders and yeah. um the cheerleaders oh my gosh when you're a kid <laughs> you just crush on all of them but the high yeah. school cheerleaders would come up and they would sell in the mornings they sell they would sell spirit ribbons yeah. and these there were these fabric ribbons that were like you know they were probably like two inches thick maybe three inches thick and about you know five inches long and you would they would pin them to your shirt with I'm not kidding these giant plastic we're talking four inch plastic pins with a little you know pin slot on the back mm-hmm. and these things were fully illustrated and screen printed mm-hmm. so I had this collection man and it would be like imagine like a big football plastic football pin um, yeah. that would say Grove on it and then underneath it would be this fabric ribbon and it would be like Go Grove beat Jay or Go Grove beat Vanita and these were like illustrators dreams dude like these illustrators would be like um like i remember a halloween week we had a football game and the button was of this like blue ghost with these like red or these yellow eyes it looked like a phantom from Mm scooby-doo and then the ribbon would have a screen print that would say you know scare jay or scare vanita or whatever and it'd have like (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns and ghosts and like I mean, it was always like the mascots battling. I mean, it was, I, I collected these and kept them and they inspire me like big time for art. Like it, it's, I feel like them? that's somewhere I've been looking for them for years, but they've been lost in my parents' house in a oh. shoebox for like a decade. <laughs> that's, be- that sounds beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's, it's my favorite thing. Favorite memory from school was getting those spirit ribbons from the, from the cheerleaders. They were like two bucks. So I'd always ask my dad. Can I get can I get ribbon money? And you know, there were those times like thankfully they were always on campus. So I'd have to run in the room like, Mom, I need ribbon money. And yeah. I'd grab the two dollars and I'd run and go find the cheerleader, like, I want the ribbon, you know? <laughs> Give me that ribbon. I need them. <laughs> and it so was funny. devastating if you were sick or you missed it. Because oh. I was like, wow, you know, we only play 12 games a year. I don't have one for this game, you know? Yeah. Um that made me it, it made me think about something like when you're in elementary school and you see kids from high schools, whether they're the cheerleaders or the football players, those were adults to you. 
I know. Uh, and then now, <laughs> like, you see you, them, it's like, you're kids. <laughs> I know, it's insane. You are little children. <laughs> Seriously, like, it's so funny. Just, I don't know. It, like, and you think your teacher is like 100 years old. Like, oh, you legitimately yeah. think that. Like, you don't realize, like, oh, they're the same age as my dad. <laughs> yeah, or the, the, maybe even younger. They might, like, well, yeah, might they're like, like a twenty-two-year-old teacher, and yes, but they still seem. And like they went to all four years of school. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and they're like, yeah, they're ancient. Like they they she's, must have so much wisdom. <laughs> she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, that's um, that's that's really it for like favorite memories. Like I can okay. So I don't. I didn't have a spirit week like that. Um, I will talk about what I thought my spirit week was that you were going to talk about but it's it's more of a high school thing so i'll get to that a little bit later but um uh let's move on to lunches what'd you yes in elementary school all right so i i i had the tray lunch right i mean kind of like most of us do you go through the school line with your tray um and you know the food was always kind of bad like it i mean it's just it's school food like you don't mind it as much when you're a kid like first second third grade but as you get older you're like oh school lunches what you know but it was kind of a common thing but it was always you know a hot meal and you know a cold milk um so obviously the best meals are what you see in the memes were it's pizza day yeah square pizza right is that what you had ours were uh triangular but they were like isosceles triangles (laughs) they were not okay so it's like they cut them long, so it's like it was straight on two sides and then a long diagonal side. Yeah, see, we had this, which is funny because we had the square pizza that fit perfectly in the square right. tray of of, mm-hmm. of your, like the square caps part of your tray, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that would come with like a fruit, like cocktail sort of thing on the side um and um you know your milk and i forget what else maybe a pretzel or something like that with mustard um but that was the best lunch always i loved the cheeseburger lunch but you get older you find out like for one it was always just a hamburger like it was never like only two or three times in my entire life did they put cheese on the burger but it was like just a hamburger with like ketchup mustard packet you know and like uh some sort of side but it was soy burgers. Like, they were terrible. <laughs> but as a kid, you're like, yeah, we're having burgers today. <laughs> um, I loved school hamburgers. Did um, you? <laughs> yes. Like, I Were they soy crave- burgers, though? Yes. Yeah, they were probably oh. the exact same thing that you had. Um, I craved those. But my dad, they didn't want to pay for lunches, so I, which was ridiculous because they made my lunches every single day. And it's like, you're still paying for my yeah. lunch you're just making it and going to a lot more trouble um but throughout pretty much all of elementary school i brought my lunches and it was always sandwich sandwiches um yeah peanut butter or peanut butter jelly or bologna um sometimes turkey and mayo and yeah but um yeah i was I, w- I was a i was a sack lunch kid Sure. I did that half and half. I mean, there like my mom, like when I got older, it was cool to have a sack lunch. So she mm-hmm. she she complied. She was like, Yeah, we'll do sack lunches now. Um, but if it was pizza or burger day or something special, like um, then I would I would eat the cafeteria meal. But yeah. one of those one of those meals, and this has actually been kind of debated and brought to my attention as an adult, and I don't know if you guys did this, but 
even though I'm from Oklahoma, I'm from the very northeast tip. Like, for where our school was in my house, we were only five miles away from the Missouri state line. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my time growing up was spent in Missouri as well, and um, that's considered part of the Midwest. Well, a, a common lunch, I guess, is a bowl of chili with your, your crackers, salting crackers on the side, mm -hmm. but with an apple on the side and a cinnamon roll. To bring yourself or no, that's school? that was the school lunch was like that was one of those like uh, I'm not bringing my lunch today because I want the chili and the cinnamon roll. But we had, we had but that was a thing. Day. See, we would have Frito chili pie as well. That's very Oklahoma, Texas Frito chili yeah. pie. But the cinnamon roll with a bowl of chili. I don't remember the people would roll. tear off cinnamon roll and dip it in their chili. Gross. And that's a thing, like, I apparently Kansas was known for that, like, Kansas City area, Missouri, like, maybe Chicago, I don't know, Mike Petrick, you're listening, you're a Chicagoan, <laughs> you got you got to chime in. I mean, he might just have to be a guest on the show eventually, but yeah. um, I feel like that's that was being talked about on the internet, like, did anybody else have cinnamon rolls with chili? Like, yeah, didn't everybody, and apparently not. <laughs> and then, and when I think about that now, I'm like, that's kind of gross, but I loved yeah. it, like, I ate it. Hmm. That's interesting. I'll ask Heather because she was at the very top, tippy top of Oklahoma as well on the Kansas border. Um, I'll see if she remembers that. But I, I personally don't remember that. But then again, I was mostly a sack lunch kid. So they could have had that. I don't ever remember eating Frito chili pie. I just remember. What did you bring to drink if you were bringing a sack lunch? Either a Capri Sun or a lot of times my dad would give me a can of Coke. Oh, man. That was a baller move when you would mm -hmm. get the can of soda to bring to school. Like now, every kid, I, which is like envious. Yeah, I loved having it. But since I was a sack lunch kid, sometimes my dad would like put all my stuff at the bottom of my sack. Yes, and, then and, then the the can of and my sandwich is just wrapped around. Oh, the can I hated. <laughs> I'm, I'm a guy who will eat anything. There's not a lot of food I don't like. Things I don't like. I, I don't like sushi really. Um, especially like if it's raw fish related, I can eat veggie like spring rolls or, or not spring rolls, but you know what I'm saying? Like the, I don't like sushi is what I'm saying. Right. And yeah. there's a few other foods I don't like, but for the most part, I eat everything and anything. But what I cannot do is if the, if it's, if it's been bastardized, you know, like, so <laughs> if, if, if like, if you get a good juicy cheeseburger, I hate when the bun is soggy, I'll tear that yeah. part of the bun off. I won't, I won't eat it. Like I can't handle it um same thing with a sandwich if a sandwich got squashed to where the bread wasn't soft but now doughy could not mm -hmm. eat it like i would freak yeah. out like i just cannot handle stuff like that like um, like your jelly it, is bleeding through the bread. yes and it's it made so everything really soggy oh yeah I, that was a ruined sandwich to me i couldn't do it yeah i will say i got turned off from peanut butter and jelly for like a really long time because my dad would make them for me every single day like it was a rare occurrence to get bologna or turkey. It was usually always peanut butter jelly. And there was a, a long period of time, like in middle school and high school, that I hated peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, man. And I love them now again, but it it was just because I had them so many times. But yeah, um, like my little baggie of chips would be crushed to yes. just powder. And <laughs> uh, But hey, I got a can of Coke. <laughs> yeah, you got that 140 calorie sugar rush, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, 
It's I asked that because I refused to drink from the milk cartons at school. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, I for one, I wasn't a big milk drinker, but like the when you would open up that milk, for one, I it has to be cold for me. And they were always kind of like they were kind of cold because they're kind of exposed like in the little freezers. Mm-hmm. Um but like the cardboard would just soak up that milk, like the little spout, and I could oh my god, I just want to throw up yeah. thinking about it. Like <laughs> I cannot drink milk out of a cardboard yeah. box. Like it is yeah. disgusting to me. Oh, um, so I so never had a drink at lunch unless I brought it, you know, with a sack lunch. I think I did the same thing. If I ever did eat at school, I would get the milk. I would get chocolate milk, but I wouldn't drink it. And so well, I then you got either... people who would get two milks. And they bring extra milk money. They're like, I want two mils. I'm like, yeah. Okay, you're a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, later on, I would start using the vending machines, but that was really yeah. older, like in high school and stuff. Well, let's let's move on to the next grade then. Cause Alrighty. I think Oops. the conversations will get shorter because I loved elementary school, but I did not like anything else after that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to talk about in middle school. So we can just kind of like, did you have a favorite class in middle school? I did. Um, middle school, I loved a class called Tech Ed, and this was an elective. Um, yes, that so was you my took... pick. Yeah, okay, great. So here's what Tech Ed for us involved. There was a, there was a semester where you spent it on the computer, so doing computer-related mm-hmm. things. And then the other semester, you spent doing wood-related things. Mm -hmm. So um, there was a woodworking portion, and then there was an electronics portion. And in the electronics portion, we did everything from, like, uh, you got to design your own T-shirt and then have it printed off on one of those uh, iron-on transfers. So you Mm -hmm. bring your T-shirt and have it ironed on. It was really cool. Um, I made an MXPX t-shirt because that was my favorite band and uh, I didn't have an MXPX t-shirt for a long time so I got a bunch of images off the internet made my own and had it really crappy print on to a white Hobby Lobby t-shirt bootleg <laughs> shirts yes um, but you would do like you know some some computer re- I don't even remember a lot of the classes I just remember I loved it and our teacher every Friday and I crave this every Friday to this day, but he would go and buy a box of daylight donuts mm. and he would sell, he would sell donuts and cans of soda to the kids in the class. He'd um, sell them to you. <laughs> yeah. And it was all money to fundraise the, uh, you know, the class. So it wasn't yeah. like he was pocketing. I mean, he could have been at for all I know, but yeah. this was like, well, okay, we'll buy better computers or we'll buy, you know, better printers or whatever. Uh, but you could like, I remember a dollar, 50 would get you a giant ass apple fritter or bear claw and a can Mm. of coke and that friday morning it was a morning class too so it was like friday it's like yes it's the end of the week and Mm. i've got this glazed massive donut that's amazing and a can of coke nothing can go wrong (laughs) you know like (laughs) it was it was i loved friday in middle school but that's the only thing i liked about middle school (laughs) that's a great way to start your day yeah so uh, we had tech ed as well and it was exactly the same thing where like half the class was computer based and the other class was kind of like a wood shop almost yeah and um we one of the wood projects that we did was we got to make our own um cars yes Um, what's those pine derby Yes, and so like they they had those little like air capsule things. Yeah, the CO two cartridges. Yes, yeah, we did that That's too. What it was. 
so we did that and like you got to design your own car and um what we did is they gave you a block of styrofoam and you got to cut it out to like make your prototype and you got to cut it out on this heated wire thing it was kind of like a bandsaw but it was just a heated wire and you got to cut your cardboard out yeah. or not your card your um your styrofoam block out to, to kind of get a sense of the shape and how yeah. you're going to be cutting things and so then once you were happy with that you got to um make it for real out of wood and yes. somehow like mine was supposed to be like this really cool like monster like it was supposed to kind of look like the violator from spawn with this big open mouth and everything oh, Somehow wow it, it wound up looking more like a wiener and, <laughs> and the only paint accidentally that I had, the only paint that i had at my house was this like pink fleshy spray oh paint. my god <laughs> It was just a disaster. <laughs> I should Talk have just about being left violated. <laughs> I should have just left it unpainted. Oh um, my god! I tried to make up for it and like draw like a mean face on it and everything. It just looked like a a raging wiener, like an angry wiener. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And I and I didn't win either. So of course not. Yeah, the wiener insult card. to energy. <laughs> yeah we uh, we had the same thing the co2 cards the pinewood derby cards we did in scouts but um in in school we had the co2 cars and those were fun um that was such a fun experience um yeah I, I don't even remember what my car looked like it was probably something comic book or music related if i'm guessing yeah um well that's fun okay so let's move on to like activities yes did you uh, have any, like man I don't know. I I remember middle school was so jarring. I remember mm -hmm. like I took I had art classes through middle school that I that I liked. Um, but like I I played football in middle school, so I did play football. Um, that was I guess my activity. Um, mm -hmm. but I mean it was weird because like I remember that's kind of middle school is like where everyone just kind of splits off. Like you go to school with these yeah. same people every day. And then you get to middle school and it's like, okay, now we have clicks. And it's like, what? Yeah. And so I hung out with all the music kids and like, you know, we were kind of fake punk rockers at that age. Like, you know, we just liked the music. We weren't about that life really, but we liked music and, you know, ska and punk rock. And we'd always talk about it, trade CDs at lunch. But, um, yeah. you know, I also played football. And so the jocks were a thing and I was friends with them on the field and in practice but like we never talked or hung out outside of that so it was like i could go back to my nerdy music friends you know <laughs> um and that's you know that was kind of the activity it was like trade cds go skateboarding on the weekends but then i'd also be there friday nights while they were hanging out i was on yeah. the field playing football yeah i played football in middle school as well but i didn't play for the school so like i played in a separate league so that oh, was kind yeah. of awkward um, but I will say like some of my, I see, like, I can't, honestly can't even think of actual activities from, from, from middle school. What I can remember is like walking the hallways and like just the visual of walking the hallways. And you'd see like, I, one thing I can really remember is like our vending machines was just covered in band stickers. And they were like sticker bands that I didn't really know a lot about at the time. So like, I remember seeing a nine inch nails sticker and i was just like who is what is that band that sounds scary yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like that sounds badass and like marilyn manson was everywhere and but like 
walking past girls lockers you'd see like posters of jtt and yeah devin devin sawa <laughs> oh wow what a heartthrob yeah i know like but just like i just remember like visual stuff like that um yeah i do too like i remember it was kurt cobain had passed you know a, a mm-hmm. year or two prior to middle school and there was like like you had goth kids you know who would wear the nine inch nail shirts or the ministry shirts the typo negative the Marilyn manson stuff but then mm-hmm. there was there was a, a a group of what i would just call cobain followers who hmm. They wore Kurt Cobain t-shirts every day, and they were like the weird immemorial type shirts. Like, you know, it'd be him with the date of his birth and passing, and they just seemed sad all the time. Like, I guess that makes sense. They lost their their hero, but um, they wore flannel and whole jeans, and they just, they only just, they talked about Nirvana all the time. I remember a kid telling me that he would have sex with Kurt Cobain if he was alive. I'm like, well, that's that's wild. Um, (laughs) Well, and, the, the, but that was a group of people. I'm like, okay, and I didn't like Nirvana for that reason because I'm like, yo, he's he's gone. What are you gonna do about it? But then, like later in life, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I, I get it. Nirvana was great. <laughs> that brings up an interesting point because while we can't maybe talk about any activities that we necessarily like, middle school was like the birth of when things kind of started to get a little darker yes, for school. Like 100%. elementary school was so pure and fun and there was activities and coloring and painting and stuff like that. But in middle school, it was like all of a sudden there were social dynamics. Yeah. And like everything from remember- like money, what your parents mm-hmm. do to mm-hmm. what you liked to even if you if you decide oh i want to be in the marching band well now you're a loser and it's like yeah. what like yes. because you want to learn an instrument <laughs> yeah and it's like you're you're walking into an atmosphere where you're you don't know who you are but you're expected to be somebody yes and and that is that's terrifying and i can remember one instance specifically is we were in class and there was supposed to be like i mean this is like straight out of a movie or like an after school drama where like there was a new kid starting and apparently all the girls thought this new kid was like so dreamy and like the hottest boy they've ever seen in their entire life i wish i was that boy at one point (laughs) and he (laughs) was he was like a badass like he wore camo pants like camo jinko pants and like tight wife beater shirts and like he had the part <laughs> perfectly parted hair and bowl cut and he had like the studded necklaces and stuff like he was a bad boy and like yeah. i can remember being in class and all of the girls getting up one time and running to the door because he was about to walk past the classroom and like all the boys got up to go look just to see who the hell this joker was and <laughs> and, <laughs> and we were all like walking watching him and then like i can remember walking through the hallways and then like he would be over in the corner of the hallway making out with a girl and have two other girls like guarding them be like keep walking nothing here to see and i'm just like <laughs> what is this place where am i sin city <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude i know i remember walking my first day of sixth grade you know like and there's a guy with a mustache i'm like what mm-hmm. the fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like this doesn't make sense and then i remember a girl getting pregnant the yeah. first like i'm like what we can have yeah. babies now like <laughs> that was I wild can remember, i can remember being in the lunchroom one time and like i'm sitting with my group of friends and i call them friends just because they're the people that i sat with i didn't know i don't even think i necessarily liked these kids right it was just like i didn't want to 
they, they were the kids that I felt least scared around. And they but, let um, you sit down. <laughs> yeah. But like, I can remember like my, I, I'm just kind of one of those people that like, I'll kind of like my attention will kind of wander sometimes. And I'll just kind of be looking around. And one of the kids was like, Mike, you seem to be, you seem to look at Cammy all the time. I think you want to be her boyfriend. And it's just like, I'm like, no, I don't. And oh it's just gosh. like, it's that explosive like somebody can just say something and you're like oh my god no and then it's just like you're branded with something and like mike uh, loves cammy and like cammy was this like bad girl i was scared <laughs> to death of her like i i wasn't in love with her that's hilarious <laughs> it's just like that's that's the social social dynamic that you were walking into in middle school that yeah. nobody prepared you for dude i know i remember dressing up for halloween in sixth grade and feeling like a complete idiot <gasps> oh no i'm like wait a minute we don't do that here oh, like no i mean I'll, I'll i'll get to something positive about middle school here in a minute but i mean like I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know why the world had to change so drastically then. Like, I really mm-hmm. just did not like middle school. And then it made me just hate high school because now you're just apathetic at that point. Yeah. You're like, you go three years of being terrified and scared and trying to figure yourself and that, then you get to high school. You're like, I'm just jaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, there was nothing about middle school necessarily that i enjoyed i didn't dislike the time period of middle school no it was a lot of, it was like, a lot of fun i still watched a ton of nickelodeon yeah i yeah. mean i was still very much so a kid at home it's just i didn't feel like i was a kid at school i kind of felt like all right i gotta pretend i like cool stuff but like i remember playing so much nintendo mm-hmm. you know super nintendo 64 playstation watching nickelodeon watching you know being excited for christmas and halloween and all of that it's just at school it was just very different so like i loved sixth and seventh and eighth grade but i didn't like being at school during then <laughs> right um okay so let's move on to lunches real quick because i do yes. have one more story to tell about middle school that will kind of bleed into high school but what'd you eat for lunch there so i was definitely a lunch bringer at middle school so sack okay. lunch and that was cool but one of the things that was just forever lost and no kid in this school will get to experience it, but we had a thing called the student center. And I think mm-hmm. I've talked about this a little bit. I don't know if it was with you or on, uh, on a podcast, but um, there was, you know, you had your cafeteria, but then you had the student center and it was in a separate building on the campus, but it was where they did all the school dances. And um, there was a couple of classrooms like kind of tucked off to the side of it. Um, but they had, um it was just like a big like center right like Mm -hmm. it's kind of open space but they had all the vending machines um Mm -hmm. they had arcade machines pinball pool tables and then a bunch of seating like you know picnic tables where you could sit and and have your lunch so if you brought your lunch and you weren't going to eat in the cafeteria you could go have it at the student center um (laughs) if you didn't bring your lunch and you didn't want to eat the cafeteria and you had cash there was a lunch line you can go through and every day they had actual sandwiches from Subway you could buy, already Ooh. pre-made on the on the rack. Um, you could buy potato chips in bags. You could get a, a fresh cheese bacon cheeseburgers made right there on the grill. Um, you could get. Uh, they had these crinkle cut French fries, Mike, that were from heaven, but they were deep fried. You know, not your just big. You know, like the version. Like they weren't like the fries you got in the cafeteria. These were fried, salted putting these like triangle white little triangle bags 
mm-hmm. they were 75 cents people would just eat like they would get a soda from the machine and eat a bag of french fries with ketchup all over it, and that was their lunch wow. right wow they had mazio's pizza inboxed you know like you just Ooh. order a couple of slices like it was like you know that scene in the original ninja turtle movie where you go to the the foot clan hideout and it's like you know yes. they got burger king and then that was the student center but there oh was it wasn't dark <laughs> <laughs> but like you could go play like a game of pool and you know you could go eat french fries and sodas and they played you know cool music over the overhead they had these big pa speakers that they would play you know the the cool radio station but like even if you weren't playing games or eating the food that they served, you could bring your lunch and still sit in there. And like, that was, we had that for three years and it was um, amazing. And after we left, they closed it down, which was really sad. I just, I don't know if it, I mean, there would be a lot of problems. I remember some guy brought like weed there one time and like he got busted Mm -hmm. in the bathroom for smoking pot. And then there was like people getting fights over like people (laughs) like betting money on pool games. And so (laughs) like, yeah, I mean, and so it eventually did become the Foot Clan hideout. It's just, it started (laughs) off very pure um, and very cool. But like with anything, nobody can have nice things anymore because somebody ruins it. That's crazy to think that that's middle school. Like that's something mm-hmm. I would expect out of high school, but yeah, it was there a couple years before we were. I remember like my friends' older brothers talking about it, and it was new. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to go to middle school because you think <laughs> you're going to be kids and have a lot of fun when you go, but then yeah. you get there, you're like, well, at least we got this. But man, it's rough in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. So I. I, we didn't have anything cool like that. And like, to be honest, I really can't even talk about lunches very much because um, I was a sack bringer in sack lunch bringer in elementary school, but I was a school lunch eater in, in middle school. And I can't remember a damn thing that I would eat there. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that I liked, I th- that's probably where my love for the hamburgers came from because that's all I wanted to eat. But I, I, I didn't eat cheeseburgers. We actually did have a selection of hamburgers or cheeseburgers. Like, they had prepackaged hamburgers and prepackaged cheeseburgers, but the pickles on them. I loved the pickles, and I think they're the same pickle that Chick Fil A uses because that's what I, I remember when I eat a Chick Fil A sandwich. And, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so like I really don't have a whole lot to talk about as far as lunches go in middle school. Our our we didn't even have like a real cafeteria. Our cafeteria was the auditorium, and they would just. Put out, Roll out the tables, tables. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like how we all our, sat in front of the stage. That's how our elementary cafeteria was. Like the same place you would do like the the Ridgey Awards or the Spirit Week mm-hmm. stuff or whatever. That was the cafeteria. It's just it was, yeah. you know, they just roll the tables out later. Yeah. So I have like one final middle school story, but I wanted to see if you had any like final middle school thoughts. <laughs> no, I mean it really was like. Like I said, it was a very confusing and scary time. It felt like, um, but like, you know, I liked my friends in middle school. I liked my teachers and classes. I remember enjoying Mm -hmm. the actual school aspect, but when it came to the socialization and like being in the building and, you know, think about it, you go from fifth grade to sixth grade, but you're up there with like seventh and eighth graders. Like I know the pregnant girl I saw, she was an eighth grader, but still jarring where it's like, oh yeah, you know, you're just like, I don't understand what's happening here. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I and just, it, it, it was, it was just, it was fun, but not at the same time. And when we went to middle school, it was the late nineties. So like a lot of these like countercultural 
pop culture things were starting to become a thing. So like South Park was yes. starting for the first time and like that was a big deal. And like, like I said, Marilyn Manson was a big thing. Like all of these like things that you weren't supposed to be into were kind of coming about. And it's like, it was always the older kids that were kind of talking about it or all the cool kids that were talking about. Like, I remember a kid had a South Park stickers all over his Trapper Keeper. And I was like, you watch South Park? I know. Like, your parents <laughs> let you? That's insane. You know? Yeah. Um, but so, like, when I was in middle school for all three years, I had braces. I was like the stereotypical I had braces too. <laughs> dork. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, we were watching an episode of Doug the other night, and it reminded me of this story that I've kind of always wanted to tell on the podcast, um, and I feel like this will be my only opportunity to tell it, but like the episode was of Doug thinking he had a secret admirer because he kept having notes put in his locker. Oh, yeah. And like he was trying to figure out who it could be, and when he, they finally figured out who it was, it was like not who he wanted it to be, and it was a really sweet story like i enjoyed watching it again after all these years but anyway there was a period and i think it was either seventh or eighth grade where i started getting notes in my locker and i had no idea who they were from they were written <laughs> in marker on on uh, notebook paper and they were always signed like your secret admirer or like with a heart or something like that. And they were, it was never signed with a name and it was, it was definitely love notes, like telling me that they liked me and stuff like oh that. My gosh. And I, I was the most timid little kid. Like I did not want to have girlfriends in middle school. I did not want people to notice me in middle school. So like when <laughs> if th this was like my worst nightmare getting yeah. notes in my locker. Uh. And, and, and so, but I had like a really close, set of friends and most of them were girls and i can remember confiding to these girls like oh i don't know who this to the who the secret admirer is but then i also started to like guess with them who it might be turns out the whole time it was one of the girls in my friend oh group. i was and gonna like, say that that's awesome <laughs> the main girl i was the girl who i was like talking to of like oh i hope it's this person or i think it's this person oh or no it could be this and, person. It... And, and she was getting really upset because oh no um, i was anticipating it being somebody else and i was talking to her about it the whole time and so like i now that i now that i'm talking about it, i remember it was seventh grade because in eighth grade uh, we kind of grew apart and I think it w had everything to do <laughs> with oh, that no. whole note situation. Like we were still friends, but like not as good of friends. And we definitely, our friend group kind of started to splinter. So like when we got into high school, it definitely splintered and that's where I'll get into the rest of the story. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. it's crazy. It's a saga. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> is it Heather? Are you? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, but yeah, any any final thoughts from middle school before we head to high school? Let's just get to high school. Let's 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 graduate. All right, so <laughs> high school. Do you have a favorite class? Mm, man, I hated high school to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um favorite class? Good grief. Um, maybe not even favorite class, but is there anything that like happened in a class that stood out to you? I remember I liked English still. I've loved English my my entire school career. Um, mm -hmm. But I got to take creative writing, which I really liked in high school. Um, I just wrote a bunch of really terrible Stephen King knockoffs. Um, yeah, just things that were <laughs> creepy or scary or, you know. Um, and then I liked, uh, we had this one class that was pretty cool where 
um you had like a project that you had to like go and do in the community and like uh mine uh, a, a friend of mine he wasn't he he used to, it was one of those things where like we grew up as friends because our moms were teachers but then we weren't friends but in high school we had to be friends for this one class so it worked out um but we had a uh, recycling program we did with uh like grocery sacks so we would always go and collect grocery sacks throughout the we put these recycling bins and all the schools and the grades where kids could bring their grocery sacks, put them in the bin, and then Braden and I would go and collect them, and then we would go haul them off to the recycling center. And it was fun because it's like, yeah, we got to drive around. You know, we were like 16 or 17. It was like, cool, we get to drive during school hours. And, you know, and we'd always go to like Sonic or McDonald's like uh, while we were like take, running the errands. <laughs> so it was yeah. fun to just like have off-campus lunch. But um, yeah, I that was about it. I took a... I took an art class and I took a Native American art class and um, mm-hmm. I love the Native American art class just because I mean I said on the last class I grew up I am Native American it's like yeah <laughs> you get it yeah um, but like it was fun to dive more into the culture and of course it was like an inclusive like different tribes like I come from the Seneca mm-hmm. uh, Cayuga and the Cherokee tribe but like you know the stuff you were about was also like we're going to talk about the the Sioux and you know the the Cheyennes and all these different things where it's like it it wouldn't be fair to say oh Native Americans Native American everybody did the same thing because you know that's why you had different clans everyone was known for different things but yeah it was a good learning experience um and then of course you know I like the art class that was fun but yeah yeah I just I don't know I was I was not good at school for one like I, I I I think I don't know if I was just because it was being apathetic about it or just hated it, but like I was not a good student, um, did not take tests well, did not perform well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I did, and middle school was the trend of that. Like I, I, I just did not do well. So I was uh, getting in a lot of trouble with my parents for not doing well at school or, yeah, especially with them being teachers, like they expect better of you, but um i did a lot of leadership type stuff in school so i was part of the you know i i I joined a um a board of uh a bank board like at one of the local banks they had a student board so we got to learn about finances and money and overseeing banks and things like that you had to dress up for it but they cater you lunch so we get like awesome lunches but um Hmm. you know so things like that i did a lot of leadership programs like character counts and stuff like that but like as far as grades not good did not like it and <laughs> well, i think that's part of why i didn't like high school i just had yeah. a lot of trouble <laughs> i mean i i'm kind of in the same boat i didn't have any favorite classes obviously i liked our art classes because you know you're kind of getting draw. to do different things in there yeah. but um i do remember that my english class was the first class that i ever got detention in oh wow and um that was actually not my first brush with the school law um in, <laughs> oh, in, no. I, I failed to mention in middle school um that i failed a test or something so i didn't get to go on a field trip and to like the zoo or something but like what they did as punishment was if you didn't um if you if you've like failed a, a test or weren't making a high enough grade in the class or something you didn't get to go on the zoo field trip but they put you in the same like room as all the kids who were had too many like bad marks like isp kids or mm. um uh and, and so like suspension yeah so they were <laughs> like mike what are you doing in here you're a goody goody so i kind of got a little bit of street cred 
yeah man <laughs> uh, being in with them but um, it was just because i like failed a test i was stupid at math um but no in in that english class i got detention because um we, so we had the desks you know that had like the little cubby underneath the desk and it was just like an open little drawer space that you could shove your books and papers in and um I guess like whoever sat in that desk besides me had just been shoving trash in there and trash and paper and junk and everything and just happened to have one of my papers in there that I might have left in there. But my teacher thought that I was the one doing oh, it. Oh, no, he got framed. <laughs> I know because one of my papers in there. So um, I she gave me lunch detention and I didn't go to it because I didn't want to have detention. I didn't want to have lunch detention. So because I didn't go to lunch detention, she found me in the lunchroom and gave me real detention. And oh, uh, no. <laughs> that was my first that was my first and only like detention detention. And it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it scared me straight. I'll never do yeah. it again. <laughs> um, but so beyond classes, did you have any like favorite activities? A couple. I, I mean, I played football in high school, and looking back at it, um, I, I did enjoy it. There was, a, when because I didn't hang out with the popular kids or the jocks in school, like, we were always, you know, there was a mutual respect because I'm out there getting hit and sweating during practice and playing game, you know, playing the football mm-hmm. game. So there was, like, you know, kind of like, you know, getting that street cred. Like, I was cool with them because they knew I was out there working with them. We just didn't hang, you know, at school like still have my music nerdy friends i i was starting bands at this age so i had a couple of friends who you know we played music together and obviously we were terrible but it was a lot of fun and um we got to play our school prom once which was kind of cool like it was all pre-recorded music because everybody wants to dance to will smith and everything i get it um but (laughs) um you know 30 minutes we got to do a little 30 minute uh rock show and we just did a bunch of cover songs you know uh, very eclectic it was terrible but we had a lot of fun everyone enjoyed it that's the thing in hindsight it was not a good concert but everyone enjoyed it and everyone thought you were cool and thought it was good <laughs> but you can look at it now and be like yeah that was not good um <laughs> but one of the cool things i got to do one year was um i got to help with our senior class float and we were juniors at the time but it was to mm. raise money for the senior class when we were seniors that's so cool. I, I, it was fun to work. Like you see that on TV and movies and stuff. And like, I, I got to do that once and it was fun. I got to help build our float for the homecoming parade. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Like I, it was like the first time in my high school experience where I was like, yeah, I'm hanging out with, you know, a, an eclectic group of people. Like it's like, yeah. you know, you've got some people who are like the nerdy, smart, like get good grades. You got some people who are on the band, you got, some people, you know, who who play football or cheerleaders and like got to come together and make this float. And I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. And it was like after school hours. So it was in the parking lot after school was out. We, you know, we get fast food and just sit in the parking lot and eat and work on the float, play music, you know, play, play the radio. It was, it was mm-hmm. cool. That is cool. I was also in our school jazz band and I've uh-huh. just talked about it a little bit before. But um, I wanted to be in it because I heard they took trips and they had just went to Hawaii and the next trip was going to be in Florida. So I was like, I want to go to Florida. So I joined the jazz band and I got in because I the only instrument I to get in the jazz band, you had to be a marching band and you had to be like a first or second chair. It was kind of prestigious. Like if you're going to do this because it's like 
with a marching band or a concert band, it's like everybody. It's like, you know, whoever's in band. You can have like 100 kids in band, and it's like, all right, you know, we can't single people out. But to be in jazz band, you had to audition because it was a smaller ensemble. Um, but they never had a bass guitarist or a, or a guitarist. So the bass guitarist friend of mine from my band, we were like, can we be in it? They're like, well, yeah, we kind of need these guys. That'd look really good. Um, but we, like, our amps were turned down. Like, we were not very, like... We were not very good. Um, I wasn't, as a guitarist, good enough to play jazz guitar. So I had my mm-hmm. amp down low. My friend who did bass, he was pretty good. And he, he, you know, you could hear him. But, like, I was kind of there, like, I'll oh, just kind of pick along and, you know, kind of go through the motions. Like, I was playing, but it was not good because I didn't understand it. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I am a huge, like, I uh, jazz is my, pro- it's my favorite music. I, it's 95% of what I listen to throughout the day is jazz but it's so different than what we played in school. Like we were not playing yeah. bebop and hard bop or post bop or, or jazz. Like it was like, it was big band, you know? So mm-hmm. like a lot of Benny Goodman and Glenn Miller and some Duke Ellington, but I mean like, it was just kind of like, you know, it wasn't like jazz band, but <laughs> it, it wasn't the jazz. I like, I should say it was jazz band, but it was like, you know, it was more, uh, it was more inclusive to like, I don't know. It was stuff your great grandparents grew up listening to. <laughs> yeah. You've you've kind of made me realize that like I just didn't do anything in high school. I was very <laughs> much like a vicarious observer, I guess you could say. Like I was just so I don't even know what the word is like paranoid comes to mind, but I was just like, I felt so out of my element in high school, especially early high school as a freshman, you're just watching all these older people walk around who've been there for two or three years or four years and kind of know what, what's going on already. And you have no idea what's going on. And so like that feeling just kind of stuck with me throughout high school of like, I was just kind of watching everybody experience high school. I wasn't necessarily experiencing high school. I was going there and I'd do the work and I'd take the test, but I wasn't like super sociable or I wasn't part of, you know, groups or clubs or anything like that. Um, I was in the art club at one time, but I never went to it. And the old, and like my parents wanted me to be able to say that I was in something. So they talked to my teacher and was like, what can he do to, for you to say that he's been in the art club, even though he hasn't shown up to any of the, (laughs) (laughs) like I signed up for it, but I never went to anything. So like I, they let us keep the float, the art club float that was going to be in the homecoming parade at our house. Cause we had this big, like covered area that would protect it. And like, because we kept it there, my teacher was like, okay, he can be in the the art club picture in the yearbook. That's awesome. And, but I never did anything or anything like that. And I remember I, those yearbook pictures, like the club pictures and stuff. Yes. Like, like if you're in, if you're in the, um, the native American club, come get your picture taken. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like, okay. Honestly, honestly, that's been kind of one of my bigger regrets in life is not allowing myself to experience things more, especially like even in college, I, I was kind of the same way in college. I just went to school, did the work, turned my stuff in and then left. I never experienced college how like a lot of kids do, you know? And like, and that's how I was in high school. And I think a large part of it too was in my junior and senior year, I went to Votech for half the day. So I only went to high school for half day, uh, my last two years of high school. 
And so it was just kind of like I was there, but I wasn't at the same time. Right. Yeah. And like, it, I, it was okay. that way. Like in senior year, I barely went to class. Like seniors, you just had like a few classes you had to take and then you did like mm-hmm. school to work or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I felt definitely my senior year, like I didn't feel like I was like really in school. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, like the one thing that I, I, I will talk about and that, and this is what I was thought you were talking about when you mentioned spirit week is we had something called swine week and it's where we would do a bunch of activities to kind of raise money for we would essentially like adopt somebody like maybe somebody was battling cancer or maybe they'd lost their home and if it was usually some sort of big medical issue that we would find somebody for and then like the whole week we would do stuff to help raise money for this person and um, at my school, it was called Swine Week. I think other high schools in Edmond, like it, I think it was called like Balto Week somewhere. Um, but yeah, that was that's what I thought you were talking about when you said Spirit, Spirit Week. Spirit Week, okay, yeah. yeah. Now I don't know if we did anything like that, but that's a really cool idea. Yeah, but it would be like a whole bunch of like assemblies and like I can remember one. Uh, it was really kind of funny, but traumatic for this person. Um, they were placing bets or like they were raising money. So like this group of kids came down to the front of the uh, assembly and they were like, we will all shave our head. If you um, donate $20, if you didn't donate $40, something like that. So like whatever the amount was, if somebody donated that, that person would shave their head and a bunch of them were girls and like they shaved off long locks of hair. And then there was this girl up in the stand that somebody suggested, like you could suggest a pledge to like, say like, oh, if Cole comes down and does this thing, I'll pledge 50 bucks or something like that. And then oh, wow. you you would have to decide whether or not you were going to come down and oh, do that it. That would be nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> because somebody pledged for this girl or suggested a pledge for this girl to come down and do like the chicken dance or something like that. Um, I don't know exactly. Uh, it might have been the peanut butter and jelly dance or something like that. And um, she was too embarrassed to come down and do it. And like the person was going to pledge like 30 or $40 for it. And she wouldn't come down and do it. And like one of the kids that shaved their head like came out onto the stage and was like, I just shaved my head. You can come down here and do this dance. And like the girl just started crying. Like oh, she, no. was, she was mortified <laughs> because she wanted to come. She didn't want to come do the dance. But now everybody's getting mad at her for not coming. Doing uh, the dance. That's, so either, that's rough. Yeah. So it's either you come down and you be embarrassed and do a dance or you get embarrassed because everybody's mad at you that you're not. It's uh, a lose lose like, situation. <laughs> that is such a high school a high school situation um but uh what else was i gonna talk about what about how was your lunch situation in high school what'd you do i brought lunch until senior year and then i just went home for lunch like like i basically like it was a half day senior year so you know and it was sometimes it was fun some friends and i would you know maybe go to subway or you know Mm -hmm. go split a buffet somewhere but i mean for the most part i mean lunch just bring it and then and and then you know go back to class <laughs> it was so it's like it just felt so lackluster at that point we didn't have the cool student union thing of the student center we yeah. didn't have like it was just cafeteria lunch and <sighs> it was fine They're like there was a salad bar and they'd make homemade pizza every day and sometimes it was okay but i mean you know it was all right what so you had half days in senior year senior you have year, to go? yeah that's interesting yeah um 
we had full days. Like I said, I went to Votech my last two years, junior and senior year. And so like I would go to school, to high school in the morning, and then I'd have to drive to Francis Tunnel, Francis Tuttle over my lunch break and go to uh, my afternoon classes and at Votech. And I really liked Votech because you were with, it was like a three hour long class. And so like you were with the same kids for three hours every single day and you really became like a little, little family. And I, I really look back on that fondly. Yeah. Um, we had that but, too. And I wish I could have joined cause it, it, it sounded like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was nice. It's where I learned like the basics of graphic design and stuff is, um, I took like a graphic communications class is what it was called. So I like, I learned like the digital side of it, but then we also had a printing press area. So I learned how to like then take your digital design and like photograph it and then make a plate out of it and then put it on a printing press and then run, you know, a print, the printing room. Like I, the I did the whole school. process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was going to ask you, what was your, I guess, click? Did you did you fall into a click in high school? Uh, Kind of. I mean, I guess it, it felt less clicky than middle school did, strangely mm-hmm. enough. Like, I mean, so for me, I was a big music guy. And, you know, so I, I had friends and I who played in little bands together. And so those were my best buddies. But like... I also was involved at our church, so there was like the people I went to church with, and but then I also played football, so sometimes there was a mingling between jocks and things, but not a lot. You know, like I said, it was kind of like, hey, we respect you, but you know, you don't hang out, like, well, mm-hmm. you know. But then, like, I was also involved with like all these leadership programs, so I had to like kind of you know be in these different groups, and then being in the Native American Club or whatever mm-hmm. we called it. I mean, it's just like it, it, it felt a little bit more like variety and kind of like i didn't have like a hard click but everyone knew that like me and my my two other friends like we had a band and that's yeah. like if you're going to be known for something that's like that's what i was known for like oh he plays guitar you know yeah and like and really art took a back seat like i still took art classes but like it was more like yeah music man like that's what we do that's what i do and you know art was yeah. just kind of like a fun little hobby yeah yeah see like like i mentioned i i found it really hard to kind of regain my footing after moving in elementary school of like where I fit in with people so like I would make just like friends and then I would just hang out with whoever click those friends were in yeah so like when I ate lunch I usually ate with like the the social outcast group of like everybody wears black and um like some kids are you know this was post columbine and like some of those kids were wearing trench coats and stuff oh yeah yeah so it was like i got kind of lumped in with those kids because that's who i would sit with at lunch and um but they i mean they were all nice they were weird kids for sure but um i didn't necessarily like a lot of the things that they were into but i wanted to sit with people at lunch and stuff. yeah oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, this this kind of bleeds into the the last part of that story that I started telling you from middle school of those friends that I had that were girls. And so like by high school coming around, we we were not friends anymore. I don't even know what happened. We just weren't friends anymore. Like, did you ever have that where like you were friends with something and then just like 
you went to summer and came back and you just never talked to them. Oh again. yeah, and they happened like <laughs> once a year. It seemed like yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like I don't know why we were such good friends. We played at recess like all the time and talked in classes and everything. And then like once high school started, it was over. And like um, so it was this group of three girls, and one of them, the main girl, was the girl that was putting notes in my locker. And around the first or second year of high school, the movie The Craft came out. <laughs> and that was a big deal. And I remember that, es- yes. Especially to these girls. So they became witches. And oh. they started they started dressing in all black dresses, wearing boots. They became like full on practicing witches. And I didn't have anything to do with them anymore. So like I never really associated with them i would just see them around school and they would you know they were a little coven but one day in i would say probably sophomore or junior year i think i think it's sophomore year i decided to dye the tips of my hair blonde uh and yes very nice they apparently (laughs) thought this was hilarious because um they came up to me in the lunchroom mind you i had not had any interaction with them for over a year like all of freshman year and most of sophomore year they come up and they just start taking pictures of me with a disposal of camera and laughing and then run away that's the oh only God. interaction i ever had with them in high school and i swear to god i think they put some sort of curse on me like <laughs> <laughs> because i've not had good luck ever since that day <laughs> that's hilarious (laughs) i'm like i've always thought about that i've always because i've always wanted to like reach out to them i've talked to them ever since on facebook like after so many years the the social constructs of high school just kind of wash away and you can like pick back up and start talking to people as human beings again yes and like we just like i started talking to that girl again on facebook and like we were just kind of catching up and i want to bring up i was like why did you take a picture of me in the lunchroom (laughs) did you put a curse on me and if you did can you please reverse it (laughs) (laughs) take that off (laughs) (laughs) what's the (laughs) anti-curse oh my gosh that's hilarious (laughs) yeah but yeah, um, sounds like we had pretty similar high school experiences. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was like one of those things like you just felt like you had to be there. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I think everyone was just like, I can't wait to get out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I feel like unless you were one of the cheerleaders or unless you were one of like the star football players, high school really probably didn't mean a whole lot to you. Yeah, it is crazy, though, because I do look back on that. I'm like, they had a lot of drama, though. I remember, like, you know, mm-hmm. usually if you were popular, you would go party and then something would happen, right? And so then the next day at school, it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so got drunk or, you know, it's just like, yeah. I'm glad I never had to deal with that kind of, like, yeah. that kind of drama. I mean, there were definitely dramas um, that I had to go through and experience for sure, but they weren't, like, based on my popularity or, you know, based on mm-hmm. who I was sitting with or you know what sport i played it was just more you know internally between like friends and, and things like that because yeah. drama i mean it's high school everyone had drama so yeah for sure yeah high school was my first experience like you said you experienced it in middle school but that was the first time i'd ever like sat next to a pregnant girl in in class one day and that was just like a culture shock to me and then like everybody just seemed so bad like they were all talking about hooking up and drinking and some kids were getting in 
drunk driving accidents and i'm just like where oh yeah (laughs) where did all the good kids go i know it's like you grow up so fast and now you're like your life almost seems like way more chill than it was in high school you're like yeah someone's like i don't drink and drive that's stupid i don't go parties (laughs) i don't have time for that crap you know i know i know it's like man kids are just wild yeah I've often wanted to like go back in time and like re-experience high school, but like from a fly on the wall perspective, like not actually experience any of it, but sure. just like watch it all again. And like... <laughs> not me. It... I'm, I'm good with being out. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a show at my school. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, But anyway, I think we've graduated. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, and one day we'll talk about college because that's, we had very different college experiences, but we did yeah. meet towards the end of our college experience, mm-hmm. and and that's why we're here today. It yeah, clicked, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fun to reminisce. I hope you know. I, hopefully, uh, everyone enjoyed the episode, and uh, let us know if you experienced any of the same things. Did you have yeah. Did you have cinnamon rolls with your chili? Did you go to Camp Bandage? Did, are you from Oklahoma? Did you do a land run reenaction? Um, did you did you join a covet? Were you a witch? Let us know. We got it. We got to know. If you do, please tell me. <laughs> How do you reverse do? a curse? How do you break a witch's curse? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. Next time you hear from us, it'll probably be on the scary cast. It's gonna be Halloween, and you know we do it big there. So, yeah. um, we'll see you guys shortly. I don't know when, but we'll let you know. <laughs> All right. It'll be fun. It will be. We'll see you next time on the Smick Show. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Later.